What's up, guys? Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, I just wanted to preface this episode with something real quick. My Wi-Fi kept dropping out during the duration of the episode, so I know we reset earlier in the episode, I think at about the 11-minute mark, and then uh, just in the middle of the damn show, my Wi-Fi completely dropped. I could hear them. They were very broken up, so I just decided to hold back (laughs) from talking. But uh, Frank and Josh did a really good job carrying the episode so huge shout out to them and a huge shout out to spectrum for the amazing wi-fi out here in the boonies where i live anyways um here's the show thanks for listening and don't forget to rate us on itunes appreciate it it's 106 miles to chicago we got a full tank of gas half a pack of cigarettes it's dark and we're wearing sunglasses hit it told me keep your friends close but your enemies close you're gonna need a bigger boat i love the smell of napalm in the morning i love you i know say hello to my little friend roads where we're going we don't need roads Avoid legal snags by telling people they're being recorded. Thanks, Zoom. Gosh, it's all pretty. All right. Ready? Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. How's we going to snap? Okay. okay. All right. Are we ready? All right. All right. All right. All right. That's a really good Sander. intro, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I was like, I don't know how to follow this up. Let me start with that. Oh, we already oh, started, just... man. Oh, <laughs> all right, so, all right, all right. In case people didn't know, uh, this week's a little different because I think we all have alcoholic beverages in front of yes. us. Yes, today. sir. <laughs> and uh, we're going. We're going to do a movie, um, and. It's got Alice, it's got Batman, the Hebrew Hammer, and Rick Peck. (laughs) So, if you don't know the movie, just wait for this. But uh, first, before we get started, shout out to the Patreon. Uh, If you guys want to support us on on this show and help us pay for HBO and Amazon Prime and Netflix and all the mediums that we use to gather our knowledge to bring you weekly our thoughts and opinions on shows. You can support us there. You can support us on Biased Coffee. But by far the most important thing you can do, especially right now, is go give us five stars on iTunes because I think we have three ratings right now, so we don't have an actual rating overall of the show. We need to get about ten of them, and then we can start jumping in those charts. Um, So we would appreciate if you guys go to iTunes and give us a a five-star rating and tell us that you love us and that you want to see Frank... uh, more on camera because I don't think he wants to be on camera for for anything. Now what I'm drinking, sir. <laughs> <laughs> He's like turn off the light. <laughs> <laughs> but without further ado, um, Josh, what movie are we doing this week? I forgot. We are doing 1993 Richard Linkletter, Days and Confused. Thus, Frank's 
All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. There it is. <laughs> so, where do you guys want to start with this? Because, I, I mean, the first thing that I noticed in the damn movie, besides the music, which was amazing, was all the beautiful cars that were in it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> set, in the, set in the, what, 70s, I want to say? Set yes, sir. 76. Summer of 76. Um, do you think this movie could be made now? I know I had a little debate no. about Josh. <laughs> with Josh about it. Hell no. Is there a way this movie is made nowadays? Hold on, hold on. Are you saying, is there a way this movie can be made without being canceled before it gets released? Mm-hmm. Or That's exactly what I'm saying. No way, dude. Yeah. Very uncomfortable scenes when I was watching this. That I rewatched it and I was like, mm, "Feel uncomfortable," especially when the freshman girls are being hazed. I'm just like, "It's a little uncomfortable." And you notice shit when you watch it when you're older, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's true. <laughs> Parker, uh, Parker Post is like, "Wipe that face off your head, bitch!" I was like, "What?" <laughs> 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 so you little freshman bitches, <laughs> sluts. Yeah. So yeah, I, I really don't see this movie getting made in the current culture. I, I think like going on the, these offensive <sighs> movies. I, I think Tropic Thunder was probably the last one that could probably pass it because Tropic Thunder had blackface in it. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Well, I think Kevin Smith movies could probably pass for a little bit now. Kevin Smith really pushes the envelopes when it comes to movies that get made that could get canceled. But I don't think Kevin Smith movies are that offensive. I think so. I mean, did you see the re- we saw the reboot together? Yeah, we saw Donkey Show on Clerks too. <laughs> I wasn't offended by any of that. Like, well, you. I, I think people need to understand that they got to separate this fantasy film land from mm-hmm. what's going like there's a reason it's a movie mm-hmm. and like you guys because i i wasn't participating in your debate about the movie in the chat but <laughs> i was reading it and i was like yeah that's true god damn that's right like <laughs> i was catching shit like okay maybe maybe this movie isn't a good thing to do a reboot on because they're doing a shitload of reboots and I, I i would hope that they wouldn't ruin this movie because it would just hit that cancel culture at 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if it's like a way they that they could do it and not. A, a, a lot of stuff, you know, a lot, <laughs> we went over this like with Joker in our previous episodes before. A lot of stuff was like, I believe, like studio generated. Oh my God, it's so shocking. It's going to cause media. It's going to cause people to burn down the screens and stuff like that. And that just gets more people like interested like and you see things always like coming out that are just meant to like push things i i think it has a lot to do with like quality and stuff like that like this is a quality movie like yeah you probably get a few articles about like wooderson (laughs) coming out and stuff like that like for sure but you know i'm trying to say like would it be able it probably wouldn't have like the same like impact and stuff like that like people are, well i guess i'm trying to say like, i guess i agree with frank i was like trying to see if i disagree but like as i'm thinking about it i was like yeah if i say this i'm agreeing with him 
<laughs> I think they would change a lot of the jokes and a lot of the what's the word I'm looking for here? Like the dialogue in it, because there was shit in there that for sure nowadays somebody would make a thing about it. And Josh, I think you're right. Like people would want to go see it to hear it and to watch it on film. And then they'd be, Oh, did you hear that? I saw it in theaters and Oh my God. Yeah. But secretly they enjoyed it. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. So, uh, I want to say uh, I love the opening, like Aerosmith, sweet emotion playing. And then you see like that fucking badass car pulling into the parking lot. And I, I'm going to just throw somebody. I don't want nobody to like think I'm trying to like start some type of thing or accuse anybody of anything. It's just something that I noticed. And I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying what I noticed. So I want to say that <laughs> first and foremost. Okay. The the very first time you see the black uh, uh, you see a black guy he's playing dice I was like what the fuck <laughs> then he wins I was <laughs> and like and then he wins and he's like slapping everybody's hand I was like all right I, I guess <laughs> <laughs> that's none of, that is none other than who's that. I think that might have been the actor, uh, Jason O. Smith. I forgot the character name, but, yes. but he, he, yeah, he's like in the movie and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, slapping hands. I was like, I was like, this motherfucker shooting dice, but he won. <laughs> to be fair, like, the, the, like when the camera comes to the court, you see like a young white girl like rolling up a fucking blunt. So I'm like, <laughs> just, just teens doing teens things. And we have a we have a young Batman. Uh, in this movie he's it's such like, a dick uh, yeah, yeah i hated him the entire <laughs> movie i oh jesus christ he fails just to be you could be a dick again oh man that's running gag with him his performance actually grew like the all the other times i've seen it before i was like yeah it's okay it's been okay but last night i was i was like damn ben Affleck is actually surprisingly good you hate him in this i love when uh when he's like chasing him and the and the mom comes out with the shotgun, he was like, I was just walking your fine boys home. <laughs> <laughs> and of course we have um the the one and only Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. So, so Man. his first his first role, I think, on, on TV, right? First film. I think well according to the book TV. It is his his first his first lines he ever his first lines he ever said on tape. Was all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Wooderson might be the coolest slash creepiest character I ever seen. <laughs> okay, so going on this, when they're in front of the Emporium <laughs> and his infamous quote about high school girls, high school girls. did you guys catch the creepy laugh that he did? <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> but I do that so well. I, I think I missed the lap, but I did. Did you guys catch Dunn's quote after that? He was like, "Dude, you're gonna go to jail if you keep this yeah. up." <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> I didn't catch that. Yeah, he said that. Dunn is like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and they but, also uh, got like a weird handshake when they when they see each other, like they sniff each other's fingers. I was like, yeah. mm, "Where is this going?" <laughs> um, if you pay attention, you saw it yesterday again, right, Josh? If you pay mm-hmm. attention, when um, the kid goes to buy beer at the convenience store, 
mm-hmm. the the dialogue and how he gets the beer is like, oh, you know, money in my pocket. He was saying yeah. the exact dialogue that um, Wooderson <laughs> said. He looked up. I just so caught long. that. Yeah, I just caught that on. I just caught on that. He looks up to him. Uh, uh, that same scene, well, uh, uh, in front of the court, you know, like the the young woman that walks by, like in the red striped shirt. Yes. That's Renee Zedwiger. Zedwiger. Zedwiger, sorry. Yeah, that's that's not the alcohol talking. I'm just terrible at pronouncing <laughs> shit sometimes. Renee Zedwiger. <laughs> yeah, that's, I was, I was, I was, like, you don't even, like, she just kind of, you just see, like, the side of her face, like, this, this movie is stacked with people. Uh, uh, the uh, the woman, uh, the red-haired woman, like, he was like, I love those red-haired, the, uh, yeah. That's her. Her brother was in Saving Private Ryan. Uh, uh, Jim, uh, oh man, I forgot his name. He he was the medic in Saving Private yeah. Ryan. He was in uh, oh, Baller Room. Uh, Giovanni Razzi. Yes, yes, yes. I know. That's pretty cool though. Seeing these actors before they blow yeah. up. Yeah. Can you remember any other movie where you see the actors before they pop up and get big? I could t- tell you one right now that I just saw the other day. Mm-hmm. Short Term Twelve. Yes. Oh man, that movie's before, fucking stacked. Before they too. before they get big, you have Brie Lawson, um, Keith, and um, what's his name? Uh, Freddie Mercury. I forgot his name. Uh-huh. Well, I think it's like my... oh, yeah, but, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool to see these characters before they uh, uh, these actors before they blow up. You, you also, yeah, I also have a woman that she plays uh, in Brooklyn Nine Nine. She was like a counselor. Yeah. Okay. And hey. Catherine Danger, like she's the little girl that shares like the shark story. But yeah, that, 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 that's another good example. I was like, this... and like we have barely even scratched the whole cast point of Daisy and Confused. Like we, we left off like Anthony Raff, like the guy who plays Tony with the glass big theater store. I think he was like in Star Trek and. I, I don't know if I want to like go there with this and stuff like that, but he kind of—it's not a moment, but like Kevin Spacey, like kind of came on to him from what I read. It was like what he was like fourteen, and like that kind of got the ball rolling. So so not only he's like you know a good guy in the movie, but he's a good guy in real life too. Anthony Ruff, that's what I'm talking about. He's the good guy, not Kevin Spacey. Yeah, like, I'm like he, yeah, he, he was the one who was like, yeah, he was the one like saying like, yo, when I was 14, this creepy ass man tried to come on to me. <laughs> and you have uh, Evan Goldsberg, who's his friend, also pretty good. Uh, 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 Mila Jovovich, like from like Resident Evil and all those type of movies. Mm-hmm. She, she <laughs> got Eric Coltrane. That was the ultimate. Uh, stoner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Martha Washington was a hip, hip, hip lady, man. And you have what did you already say? Rory McCree. You already mm-hmm. said Rory McCree. Yeah, him yeah. Slater. You know what else he came out in, right? What else? Uh, Empire Records. He was a philosopher Ooh. in Empire Records. If Ooh. you remember that, mm-hmm. I was like all type of. Like just this whole '90s people. So, uh, also uh, the teacher, uh, 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 Jenny Strohs, the one that's like telling them about the truth about Independence Day. She's like, "White man don't want to pay their taxes." Yeah. She co-wrote uh, before sunrise, 
with Richard Rank, Ooh, Richard Rank lady. Yeah, she she co-wrote it. Uh, she got a story credit and before Sunset and like a based on character credit and before Midnight. So I was like, man, that's just dope. There's a thing like they probably met like on this and he knew he needed a female voice and he did. It. We'll get into that later about how I feel about the before trilogies, but you should just go and watch that. Good movies. <laughs> Good movies. Good romantic mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. If you want a, a nice evening in with your female counterpart, huh? put, put some candles on, maybe put <laughs> some Chardonnay on. <laughs> some Chardonnay on the ice and just put all those movies. <laughs> Guaranteed I'll probably watch 30%. What? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll stop. Praise of it said the whole mood. <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, I was like, I, I, I need you to just like cut that little clip off of me soon and send it to me. I'm gonna send it to like a woman friend and be like, sounds like I'm gonna get a text, I'm gonna get a text back, like, who is this? All right, I'll stop, I'll stop. I'm sorry. All right. So back to the movie. Let's go back to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a question. Well, I had okay. another question. You, who would you what group would you be part of in this movie? Would you be part of like the you know there's cliques in this movie? Yeah. Yeah, the, the jocks, you had the stoners, you had the, the nerds, the freshmen. What group would you think you'd fit into? Oh man. I don't know. We know who you'd fit in with Josh. As a group. I, know who, I know who Josh would be, but what about you, buddy? Dang, I, I like the company. You know what I would be. I don't even know what I would be. Well, I mean, there's only one guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sure you that out. <laughs> I mean, oh, we're gonna edit that out. Okay, good. Uh, just, we're gonna have to edit that part out. Anyway, I would probably yeah, be. Funny, so I'm gonna keep it. I would probably have to say I'd be. I want to say I'd be with like the stoner kids. You know, like mm-hmm. with, uh, with Slater and what's his name, the guy that was gonna throw a party. Mm-hmm. But it's for <laughs> yeah, that's who I would want to be with. But in my heart, I know I would probably be with the nerds just driving <laughs> around talking about our Abraham Lincoln dream. That's who I would probably be too. I was like, I'm, I'm trying to think, I'm like, is there any like other kids that are just like into like nerdy shit, but not really like a nerd and stuff like that? People have always accused me, They're like, you a nerd? I was like, look at my report <laughs> card. They would not accept me. But these, you see, these nerds weren't the. The cool nerds that we see nowadays—they're like the smart nerds now. I guess yeah. the nerd culture has blown up to like where people want to be part of the nerd culture now. I think. Yeah. Sure. But back in the day, they didn't. But nowadays, I think <laughs> nerd culture is—I think right now blooming. <laughs> yeah. I will be part of the nerds and like freaks and geeks. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Was like, nah. Then he's thinking about Martin Star with the glasses. It's like, that's you. <laughs> but do you agree with me though that the nerd culture? I mean, it's kind of off topic. Do you think? Because I've been saying this since Big Bang Theory came out that the nerd culture has kind of blossomed into something cool. Yeah. Like it's cool to like Star Wars. It's cool to like Marvel. It's cool to like DC now. It's cool to like anime. Mm-hmm. It's cool to like Pokemon. But it's back cool in the to day, be called a nerd now. Yeah, it's cool to be called a nerd. Like I, people call me, oh, you're a nerd because you watch professional wrestling. No, I love it. <laughs> call me a nerd all you want. <laughs> I don't know. I just think I just think that's different, right? It's cool now to be called a nerd. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh who are these assholes making fun of you for having hobbies and enjoying stuff? 
But getting back to uh, the movie, a, a scene that I really enjoy is like when the kids go like uh, and ask their teacher, Mr. Payne, can they leave? And he gives them that quote. And he, he was like, it's like my sergeant always told me, man, 50 you're going out. And 25 of them, you ain't gonna make it back. And they kind of just like walk with their shoulders down like they heard this shit before. <laughs> like literally, their teacher's a fucking war vet. But, uh, uh yeah. Going Let's back to, uh, the cars. the cars, okay. Yeah, that's because, a the, the, I mean, 70 Chevelle, 74 Cadillac DeVille, 77 Camino, uh, I think there was a Dodge Coronet in there, the Bronco, the freaking Plymouth Duster that you like, there was a bunch of cool ass cars in this, in this damn movie. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm a, I'm a car guy and I don't see these cars come up in like the TV shows that I watch or collectors or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if people just kind of threw the cars aside and identified with the, the stoner and the, the drunk and the partying of it not the freaking cars, but the cars drew me in right away. Yeah. I, I was reading something like to see like how accurate it was. And people were saying that's like, oh, that's how we smoke. That's how we drank. That's how we act and talk yeah. and dress. Oh, yeah. And it was like, but they, they're talking about one little thing. It's accurate, but not as accurate. It was like the cars. It was like the cars was in too perfect condition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, it was saying, like, they would have been more like run down. So, the, 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 oh, so what people were saying, they were like probably saying like they probably met God, people. That were like uh, that restore these cars as like collectibles, and they like lend them to them. And I can kind of see that because, like, man, they're they're like in perfect condition. They're the, like they're not messed up. And you being in high school mm-hmm. and going through, you know, your friends' cars were pieces of junk. Like, <laughs> my first car was a '99 Silverado with like eighty thousand miles, and the seats were kind of messed up. It had a funky smell and the hood was peeling and I didn't see one rinky dink ass car in this movie. Everybody had a good car. They were all nice. My, my he had a I forgot what year it was, but it was an old cutlass. And it was it was pretty nice. Colors are pretty nice, but like sometimes it just had trouble like starting. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kinda important in the car. I mean, eh, you can push it. <laughs> if you're going downhill. But that was one thing that drew me, like, and everybody had a cool car. It wasn't just one or two people. Mm-hmm. They were all well-kept and well-maintained cars, and they didn't struggle to start, or you didn't have any of those issues that you did in high school. So I appreciated that part, like, shit. Something that I, like, I, I picked up on, and I know it's, like, a lot of uh, Richard Lankletter uh, film and stuff like that, like, when uh, the three nerds are, like, in the car, and... Uh, the woman, she was like, she was talking about like just enjoying the moments. That's something like he he he, he touches on and like before sunrise, boyhood is another one. Like it, that that's how it ends. Like you know, it's like let's enjoy the moment. So he's one of those type of directors. Like his moves are not very like plot oriented. Like he you know he has like his plot movies and stuff like that, like School of Rock and maybe like Bad News Bears, like his studio pictures. But like all like his independent stuff is basically. No plot. It's just people going through experience in life, enjoying the moments, and their own. And you, and either the main character has like their own philosophy, or they come into contact with people that have like different philosophies and stuff like that. And that's something I really enjoy uh, about this movie. 
in the uh, spiritual sequel that he called like Everybody Wants Some. Yeah, is that an official sequel to this movie? That's what I was just wondering. He, 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 he listed as like spiritual sequel. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, you, you can kind of see like the character uh, Mitch and like in the main character and everybody wants something. Like the movie, Days Confused is 76. Mitch is a freshman. Uh, everybody wants something is set in like 1980. So like that will kind of make that main character uh, a freshman. Yeah, you know, a, a freshman in a. Uh, college and stuff like that he plays baseball and stuff like that. so it, it, it's kind of just like a spiritual sequel uh that's a good movie though i mm-hmm. highly recommend that movie i yeah. haven't seen it oh you, you, seen it? It's, a um, it's so fun like both yeah. of these movies are so fun like that i think like you might identify a little bit more with that one because like you're closer now to like college age and stuff like that like daisy right. feels like yeah like daisy feels like you think about like oh like a decade or a decade and a half ago, like when you was a teenager, like it, it's it's cool, but like maybe like ten years from now you'll appreciate that more. But like since like you're closer to like college age and stuff like that, everybody Josh, wants some, huh? I'm gonna let you in on a secret, Josh. I ain't nowhere near close to college age. <laughs> <laughs> you're closer to college age than you're still a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, yeah, uh, wants some, it's more you can relate. It's relatable more. Than- yeah. Uh, now, like age wise and stuff like that. But uh, one of the criticisms they had against that was in Days and Confused, you literally go around with like every group. And like, like I said, like you, you was with <coughs> the nerds, you was with the jocks, you was with the stoners, and they all like interact. And everybody wants something. You're just like with these baseball players. But. The baseball players in this, even though, you know, you don't go around identifying with everybody, he's just with the baseball player. It's a character and everybody wants some. He's very open-minded. He wants to go to the Go Western bar. He wants to go to the punk party. He wants to go to the uh, the actors party and stuff like that. And they ask him about that. He's like, no, it's not putting on the face. It's like this. He's like, it's just trying stuff out. And that's that other philosophy. And that's a character with his own philosophy right there. So... I highly re- they, they they will make a dope ass double feature. Days and confusing. Everybody wants something like you get some great ass music. Everybody's laid back. You get some good characters. They, they smoke a lot of weed. They <laughs> drink. They party. And so they real just, quick, just, talking about tripping out on weed. <laughs> if you guys can see this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to share my screen real quick. Can you guys see it? Um, oh, yeah. I can. What the fuck? Okay, you oh, see yeah, this, right? Uh-huh. You see that? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Wow. So let's describe what you just showed him. I'll post it, but... um. Uh, so I'm that? showing... Cynthia from Dazed and Confused. She's the one with the, the ginger yeah. afro. Yeah. And then I'm showing the Red Queen from, uh, what's it called? Alice in well, Wonderland. Alice yeah. in Wonderland, but the live action. The great, the yeah, great I was like, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I was like, that's Helen Bowen Carter. <laughs> Tim Burton. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. But I, just, I saw the face and I was like, who does she remind me of? And then I went through my, <laughs> my head and I was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> You, you you think her and uh, Wilson goes on a date? 
<laughs> yeah. Don't get me don't get me wrong. He was he's creepy and stuff like that, but he he did seem like a gentleman. Like he wasn't like just trying to like finger in the car at the party and stuff like that. He was like tomorrow, remember, Aerosmith's ticket. So he at least <laughs> takes it to a concert. Yeah. Like yeah, like he was a transaction there. Yeah, like he he wasn't he he wasn't doing like like date rape or anything like that. It might have been another type of like statutory, <laughs> but yeah, that's neither here nor there. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Um so going back to what Josh said about they're not really being a plot that like, were you guys okay with that? Because the movie doesn't seem like it lasts forever. And I know we've talked about this in the past. The movie's kind of being two hours long and you not noticing it. Did you feel like this movie was a little bit longer? Or did it just kind of flow real nice for you guys? It was all over the place, I think. In um, a good or a bad way? In a good way. Okay. Because not a lot is going on, but it, it keeps you engaged on what's going on on screen. Mm-hmm. So... You have a so what's cool is that you have these guys go off in a car, then you have they show a women the girls in their car, and then they show mm-hmm. what the freshmen the freshmen incoming freshmen are doing at the party, um, and it's just like you know you want to know what's going on there, then you want to know what they're doing, and then at the end when um I guess the fr- Mitch is it Mitch the freshman mm-hmm. when he goes up to yeah. the girls it's like halfway through the movie and then he tells her oh, what have you guys been doing? And she's like, oh, you know, just driving around mostly. And basically, that's all this movie is. It's just them driving around mostly, doing dumb shit in the car. Think about when you were that age. What did you mostly do? Just walk around, walk around <laughs> like the kids were doing. <laughs> doing dumb shit. Dumb shit, yeah. <laughs> so, like, just thinking about that, I was like, yo, so I was like, it actually like just flows along perfect because at that age, that's what we were doing, just driving around, walking around, doing dumb shit. And uh, I, I think something like this before we started recording was we did all that same dumb shit just in a different decade. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Just that's more true. technology and stuff like that that didn't make us <laughs> smarter. <laughs> I, I had uh, like I mentioned, I where I used to live, it was an elementary school right across the street, and one of my friends was dropping me off. Uh, rest in peace, because he passed away. Very, very good friend, and I was in the back of like his pickup truck. This motherfucker drives past where he's supposed to drop me off to make a circle around the elementary parking lot. And I'm just in the back going from one side of the tailgate to another. And, and like both of my friends in the front just laughing. I think I think later on I laugh and stuff like too. I'm not doing it at 28. I'm like, y'all just gonna have to scoop the fuck over. This is gonna be three of us in the front. <laughs> not getting in the back of no tailgate. I'm not laughing if somebody like speeds up and like pass my house and throw me around like a rag doll. My back won't take it no more. But sixteen-year-old Josh laughs it off. <laughs> but uh, getting back to uh, what you're saying about like the plot, yeah, I enjoyed it. Like I, I, now, I think watching it, I think like it's better because uh, Pickford doesn't have his party. Because if you're just at the party, you just probably would have just saw them drinking, listening to music. Nothing really going on and stuff like that. Now they have to get creative. Now they're forced to go to the uh, the aquarium. They're, uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're forced to go to like have a party out in the woods and stuff like that. So you get to follow these characters for a little bit more. Like that, are, like for instance, like all over the place. But 
in a very good way. Because, you know, some moves all over the place and tone-wise and stuff like that uh, can be bad and stuff like that. It can feel, like, very, like, jerk and stuff like that. Like, it's jerking you around. But you don't get that with this. Like you said, like, you follow them, and it, it, it just works. Like, I think, like, that was a blessing. Like, the party getting, like, busted up and them forcing to improvise. Yeah. Uh, you you want you, you want to let us know some uh, some Matthew McConaughey uh, facts, Frank? Yes, I do. Let okay. the people know what you got in your hands. <laughs> I got the Green Lights book. It's a Matthew McConaughey. I am halfway done with it. It's a really good book. Um, for any UT fan, I say suggest you buy this book because he is a professor now, professor at UT. Wait, um, did you just give me? praise to UT? No, you two sucks, but absolutely <laughs> <laughs> why? I had to ask. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Okay. Fun fact. Um, number one, he wasn't supposed to have as big as a part in this movie as he did. The way he picked up, um, they just wanted him to pick up the redhead. When I read correctly, is that all he wanted to do is that was his first scene. All right, all right, all right. And just, just an improv, just pick him up. I want to see how you. That's what the director said. I want to see how you handle this character. Let's see what you bring to the table. And he just picked her up, and that's what made him get more lines. It was only supposed to be a, a three scripted scenes, but he ended up working on it for three weeks. Is what he said. Oh um, man, that first, is that's like I said. First words he said was on camera on the tape is all right, all right, all right. And I mean, that's basically his iconic, uh, what do you call it, quotes now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, he, he said that when he won the Oscar, too. All right. Yeah. Um, another thing I want to touch on, it's cool seeing, like, how, um, how do you call it? Like, how, like, shotgun, when people call shotgun. It's mm-hmm. cool, like, seeing, like, the origin, I guess I want to say. Like, we don't know why they started saying shotgun, but you know that it was back in the day. Uh, flicking the beer, the the beer tops. My dad does that all the time. He flicks the beer tops when they're trying to do it, and the freshman hits her head. Yeah, so it's cool seeing like those. I guess the things we're doing now. See, cool mm-hmm. seeing it, like where they came from. Even though this movie wasn't recorded in the seventies, it's pretty cool to see that. That's a very nice fact that I didn't even pick up on. That's what's up, right? What? Just like pick, uh, yeah. And like flicking the uh, like nose and like people doing that and stuff like that, and like imagine them doing it years ago, and then like you know you doing it and stuff like that, and even years now, people will still be doing it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, shotgun, and then yeah, and just the whole um, I guess the whole hazing thing. Of course, it's like fiddled out now, but um, yeah. Uh, something uh, uh, something going back on what you're talking about on uh, Matthew McConaughey and stuff like that. Like I read like. He got the part, and it, it, maybe it's in the book, but like I, I, I was just reading, uh, it was like him and the the casting director, I think, like had got drunk together. Like him and like some producer had got like they met like in a bar, and like they were drinking, and you know they I guess they liked his charisma and stuff like that, and he got it. And you know the scene like when they're all on the football field, yeah, he wasn't supposed to be in that scene. It was supposed yeah. to be uh, Pickford, like the guy whose party it is. But a lot of like him and uh, the actor Jason Lee that plays uh, Jason Landon that plays uh, Pink Floyd and stuff, they almost like got into like a fight. They didn't really get along 
So, you know, Richard uh, Langlater, he just like kind of took him out. Like, you know, it's like they're in scenes together, but they don't really talk to each other. Yeah. Like, they do like the little handshake, like they want the smoking joint and stuff like that. Then like there it is a uh, apartment. I mean, they're at his house talking and stuff in his room and stuff like that, but they don't really interact. So, like, I was like, that's always fascinating to me, too. Like, you know, actors who despise themselves, but you have, like, no idea. Sometimes you can pick up on it, but, like, that one was like a no. I was like, it was like, fuck it. Just throw Matthew McConaughey on the field with him. Um, another thing about it is, um, in the middle of recording this movie, his dad died. It's Shit. in the book, too. Yeah, it's in the book, too. Um, he had to go home, do a wake, and then... About a, a couple few weeks, uh, like a couple of days later, he go shows back up on a set. Fucking pro. So, yeah, it's pretty good and book. I recommend it to any any Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I'm definitely have to check that out. So, uh, you got any favorite scenes? Favorite scenes. I mean, I like it when he's buying the beer. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's funny. I think. I like Slater, man. Any scene that Slater's in, <laughs> I mean, Slater's a classic, man. And um, he reminds me of a Spicoli, <laughs> but without the, like, the whole, without the whole, the, the um, what do you call it? Um, the, the, without the whole uh, rebellion against the teacher. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you get that vibe from him? A Spicoli vibe? Uh, yeah, I guess if you, if you put out, yeah, like they're both like. Just like barely stoned to like where they don't even know that they're there, and and then it's like his like his that's the smallest scenes that he does it makes it epic. Like when they're in the woodshop class and he's like a freaking pro at making a bong. He's like, hey, <laughs> you got air coming out of this man. You yeah. gotta seal it up. Like he's such a dummy, but like he's so good like with that stuff. I like to check you later. Hey, check you later. Chicks don't want to hear that shit, man. Yeah, and then you have it when he uh where he buys the weed from um. What do you call it? Pit fork? And then he's like uh-huh. weighing it with his hands. He's all, hmm. So, I mean, he's a smart guy, but when it comes to weed, I think he would flourish nowadays. Mm-hmm. Have like a, probably his own, like just a couple dispensaries. Yeah. And then, I, uh, you know, like when I, when I said earlier, when he was like, uh, Martha Washington was a hip, hip, hip lady, man. She had a bowl waiting for George when he came on, and they planted that stuff all over the country. The Declaration of Independence was actually wrote on Kemp papers. Like, I don't, <laughs> I, I, I can't, like, find, like, any information. Maybe I didn't dig, like, hard enough, like, to say, like, you know, like, they smoked, like, weed and stuff like that. But they did that. Like, I was like, what? It's, it's, <laughs> some, someday it's going to be a motherfucker breaks in Nicolas Cage style and tries to smoke the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> And it's going to make me think about, like, Slater. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, could you really identify with, like, Mitch a little bit, like, being a young kid, like, around, like, the older kids, like, them trying to, like, accept you? What do you mean? Like, uh, is, is that something, like, you <laughs> did before? Like, you being a little young, and then me like and, like, up with freshman with a group of older guys. Uh-huh. Mm. I want to say just drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister threw a party maybe when I was a freshman and all the seniors were in the house and everything. Well, you know, I, and I went out and I'm like, oh, yeah, drink. I'm like, yeah, 14 year old kid, what the hell? <laughs> um, and I got drunk and I got so trash, but um, it was a fun time. And I tried to fit in with them, but I wasn't allowed to any more parties after that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Still to this day, you don't know what you did. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> uh, when I was a freshman, it was a guy. Did he really take me under his wing? Because like we did have uh, like a construction class, so just like Slater, uh, and like you know he he would just like talk to me and like hang out because I was I was new. Like I had just moved. Like I, I, I had it bad, man. Like uh, like you you already starting like high school and starting stuff like that. But like I had just moved to this area, so like I graduated from middle school. We moved, so I'm I'm new, and I'm a freshman. <laughs> that's like a double win like you know most kids like you got somebody you know from like middle school or something I'm like no one ever seen me before and like you know like he just kind of like took me on his way we didn't really like hang on so like he was he was older being completely honest and stuff like that he might have been repeating the 12th grade again <laughs> and I was just like saying shit to like impress him and like this other older kid and stuff like that. And like other people just look at me like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? So Mitch was way more cooler than me. I'll go, I'll say that. <laughs> there was that <laughs> there there was no sophomore girls looking at me. <laughs> uh, trying to think. I, I, I didn't play baseball. <laughs> I did baseball for a semester. Yeah, I never played baseball. You did basketball, right? Yeah, I was a basketball player. Did you guys do any of this fucking hazing that that happened? <laughs> nah, nah, there's yeah. no hazing. Yeah, now that I know, I did basketball too and stuff like that. Nah, nah, it was no paddle. Oh, Bannon really like that was like a fetish for him. He really enjoyed it. Like when they're like doing the scene and they're all like, oh. Oh, like the going the camera that cuts to him and stuff. I was like, "What are you trying to say here?" <laughs> it's funny. Um, if you look at Ben Affleck's, um, I guess characters from his early acting days, he always plays that smug asshole. Like if you look at him in Mallrats, uh-huh. he was uh, he was the the fashion male guy that was such an asshole. If you look at him and what else can I think of? And um, top of my head, his early acting days. Um, I'm trying to think. Seeing the movie School Ties? I don't think he was in that. I mean, if you look I at mean, it, though, he was like a... He, was like a, he plays that smug asshole so well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, so you <laughs> said, uh, my rats, that definitely made me remember, yeah. Just a dick. But school it, Ties? It, he was in School Ties? Okay, yeah. Um, my rats, Days and Confused, I guess this was his first... Um, Mm-hmm. Days and Confused was actually his first big part, I want to say. Yeah. Chasing Amy. Before that's uncredited. Chasing Amy, he was holding McNeil. He was a little smug asshole. Goodwill Hunting, he was a smug asshole. No, <laughs> I don't want to say. Yeah, he was a pretty smug asshole, Goodwill Hunting. Phantoms, he was a little smug asshole. Armageddon, he was a little dickhead. Dogma, <laughs> he was a jerk. So, yeah, he's like a little smug asshole in a lot of the movies he makes. Yeah, oh, he wasn't a smug asshole on Reindeer Game. Mm. Never seen Reindeer Games. <laughs> like I thought about, it, he was like, eh, "I don't know, <laughs> I'll get it to you." I was like, "I don't, don't want to get into like Ben Affleck and stuff like that." Frank's a way bigger fan. I am nothing against him. Stuff. I, 
I just think I'll just throw this out there. I just think he's a better director than actor. I'll just leave that okay. at that. Okay. We won't, we won't talk about it today, but that'll be a future episode. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Star, why do you hate Ben Affleck? I don't hate Ben Affleck. That's how Frank started off. That's how it always starts. <laughs> so, well, uh, so, sorry. I don't know. Go ahead. Who were like you most surprised that you recognized like in this movie? Mm. Go ahead, Julie. I have to think about this. What the hell is that guy's name? Uh, the guy who played Benny. Cole Hauser. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Because um, I've seen it. Uh, the, the first movie that I saw that I recognized him was um, Tears of the Sun. And I think he was in Too Fast, Too Furious. But he's been in a couple things where I'm like, oh, shit, I, I know that guy. Like... And I saw him as I'm like, oh, okay, like he's been in it for a while. I'll give him that. And then um, the Hebrew Hammer, Adam Goldberg. Yeah. Those two, I was like, all right, cool. Like, shit, because it's been forever since I've seen Days and Confused. So, like, rewatching the last couple of days. That's right. Like, he was. There's in so that. many people that, like, mm-hmm. like, I recognize them now. And I'm like, dude, I've seen this movie, I don't know how many times, and I never realized that these people were in it. I gotta go with Rory. Uh, what do you call it? Rory Cochran. Oh, coach. Yeah, because seeing him in a in a Empire Records, and then seeing him in this, it's like two totally different, um, totally different char- characters. And then seeing yeah. him in Dogtown, seeing him in what else did I see him in? Public Enemies. He comes out in Public Enemies. Mm-hmm. Ar- he's in Argo. Some Black um, Mass. He was in Public in a- Enemies. Hmm. He was in a uh, hostel too. I don't know if you guys saw that movie with uh, Christian Bale. Hostel? Yeah. Oh, hostiles. Hostiles. Yeah. I thought you were talking hostel with uh, <laughs> Chief Fernandez. <laughs> he he was one of the victims. <laughs> oh shit! He looks completely different now. Yeah. It's the short hair. Yeah, with the yeah. beard and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mines would definitely have to be Mila jo- uh, Jovovich, like yeah. her. And Joey Lauren Adams, like as soon as you brought up Chase and Amy, I was like, "Oh shit, she's in here too." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but yeah, I was like, they definitely like went on and stuff like that. And then like it, it's crazy, like just to see like what Ben Affleck <laughs> and uh, Magic become like became like these huge, huge actors and just here they are and stuff like that, just like regular guys like back then. So like they are. They do not have big parts in this movie. But I feel like everybody's time was kind of even yeah. throughout. Mm-hmm. Like nobody got more screen time and then you find out that McConaughey was supposed to have three seconds of screen time and ended up being like one of the bigger, more memorable parts of the movie. That's true. It's like very memorable and stuff like that. Like he, he to me, he, he, he kind of like jump starts the movie a little bit when he comes back. Like, it's just like, they're just chilling. And then like when they pick up Mitch from his house and he's like, Oh shit, nice car. Who car is this? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you know, what is it now? Why would a freshman, why would an incoming freshman boy <laughs> know a guy that's like 20, 22? It's, it's, it's the seventies. 
with Florida. He was like, yeah, you know Wooderson. If, if Mitch would have been like, yeah, I know him, I would have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> that would have made the movie 10 times more creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, but it would have made McConaughey's character ten times more creepy. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> later on, he asked, he's like, "So how's how's the freshman crop looking?" And I was like, "Oh man, oh, <laughs> shit like that." I was like, Dude, <laughs> "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, 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 yeah, I was like, "Seventies a while, man." Seventies <laughs> oh, yeah, My dad had a perm in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> My mom had a fro. <laughs> Who else is in this that totally kind of blew up? Uh, Parker Posey, a little bit. She's she's been on a lot of like yeah. independent films and stuff. Like it, she's been on a lot of shit, man. Fucking, uh, you got Mel, Screen 3, The Sweetest Things, Josie and the Pussycats, Blade Trinity. She was in Superman Returns. So who would you say is the biggest, I guess, star from this whole cast of of people? Who became the biggest star or who is the biggest star? Who do you guys think became the biggest? Ben Affleck. Yeah, I could, I could see that, but I, I, I would probably go with uh, Matthew. Matthew McConaughey, yeah. I had yeah. to toss up Ben Affleck and Matthew. Yeah. I think I, I, Ben Affleck I, went to the, the superhero realm and... Ben Affleck could do whatever he wants and he'll do it and be amazing at it. Interesting. Have you seen him? Have you seen? Have you ever seen Gigi? Gigi? <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, Just saying no, he made that... He made no. that movie watchable. Stop. Stop. Oh, I was going to say he came back from that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying he's a really good actor. Um, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I mean, I like him. I'm not as big on him as you know some people are, but I like him. What I have still the... yet to see Interstellar. Yeah. Wow. What? Yes. Sorry. Watch it. Really? You, oh yes. man, you you lucky. You're not. Th- that's a movie that's aged well. Like when it, I remember when it first fucking came out, people didn't really like it because they was like, it, it's a scene where Anne Hathaway character like she's trying to describe like her feelings for another sign, so it's making her like act irrational. And she was like, love is like the only thing that can't be described and stuff like that. And people thought that was Christopher Nolan saying. Trying to explain this going by love, but it wasn't. It was her her character explaining how she felt and her own actions. And it's also uh, has some, you know, like a sad scene where he looking at like these video messages and stuff like that. I don't want to get too much into it, but you should definitely check it out. But the interesting thing about his career is he did like all these romantic comedies, and then he got to the point like where he wanted to get out of it, and he did like the Lincoln Lawyer. Uh, do you remember him uh, in the Texas Chainsaw that, Massacre? I, I I do not. I haven't seen. I I know he was in there too. Renee Zedrick. Tell Wigger. Zedrick. I'm sorry. Renee Zedrick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep thinking Zell Wigger. I keep thinking of like the Chappelle Show skit where he's like they're doing like the trading houses 
and he's in the bathroom. He's like, where's that? Renee Zez with it. Who the fuck? He's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> he's reading white people magazines. <laughs> so I, no disrespect. To, she, she's a, I, I saw Judy. She that was that fucking Oscar was greatly deserved. Like, no disrespect to her. But yeah, uh, he was in Lincoln, uh, the uh, the Lincoln lawyer, Dallas Buyers Club. He's been in like several other things. Like after that, have you seen the gentleman? No. Nope. Uh, the guy Ritchie, huh? Which one's that? Uh, the guy Ritchie movie that came out like I want to say last year. Uh, it was like 2019. It's, if if you like Snatch, watch the gentleman. You will enjoy it. Like he's okay. in that, yeah. Definitely check out uh, Interstellar. He's fantastic in that and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I, I just think like you know, like his career too. He was able to come, and I'll give credit to uh, Ben Affleck for that too, because I, I don't think nobody thought he was coming back after like Gigi and Daredevil. They was like he was out, and you know, it, it, hey, it, hey it, what's wrong with Daredevil? <laughs> I heard the director's cut is wonderful. <laughs> maybe I was like, maybe that's what you saw. Josh, why are you hating on superhero movies with Ben Affleck? <laughs> Shit. They're fearing the gang up on me. Okay. <laughs> so I, 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 I'll just put that, that wasn't his fault. And, you know, he did uh, Gone Baby Gone. He directed that. He directed The Town, which I love. He's, the Town is fantastic. Great. And uh, I, I would sense that he does, he he when he was Batman, he did look the part and stuff like that. He he did. Ben was like six fucking four, and they got him like swole as fuck. Like he did look like fucking Batman. And then the costume design and stuff like that they had, like you know the suit, everything was you know that was great. I'll give Zack Snyder him and the costume designer credit for that and stuff like that. We don't have to get into like quality. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but can we talk about Ben Affleck's best character, Bartleby? <laughs> it's been so fucking long since I seen Dogma. <laughs> <laughs> you got to turn that one on. Right? Yeah, I know. Honestly, yeah. Have you seen it like uh, recently, Frank? Yeah, not I, recently. I, I, probably be about a year ago. I, I, I can say I was like Frank. It's like I, I can tell Frank's been waiting for this. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Rock in that movie is perfect. <laughs> Sounds like it, it's it's been a while since I seen it, but I I very much enjoyed it. <laughs> okay, so would you guys give would you guys give this a streamer pass? I'd buy this movie. Yeah, <laughs> well, I do have the movie. I actually do have the movie. Um, well, so because there's these kids that work that have never seen it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I don't blame them. I mean, yeah. looking at the, what, how old are these kids? 24, 25? Yeah, yeah you can't really blame okay. them. Yeah. I like uh, still can't blame them. This is like a 90s movie that, you know, set in the 70s. These this movie's my 20, age. Yeah. <laughs> how old are you, Josh? I'm 28. <laughs> Oof. Um, <laughs> but this, this movie is a movie from the 90s that's based in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, now kids nowadays kids don't like movies like this. I'm, I hate to say it. But yeah, a lot of them. Uh, we, we don't want to like you know like 
paint everything and yeah, black strokes here and stuff like that. They're into yeah. like the Will Ferrell comedies. Um, I don't even know the last good comedy I actually saw. They get to the Kevin Hart comedies now. But these kind of movies don't get made anymore. I don't really see movies like this getting made anymore. That's a good point. Yeah, and uh, I have a friend. She's 23. I was like, yeah, uh, we're going to be talking about Days of Confusion. She's like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you know, like something, like, there are movies like I've never seen, but people are telling me, I'm like, I, I know what they're talking about. I have like a general idea about it. But like, she had no clue. She was just like, what? <laughs> So uh, I would definitely stream it. It's on Amazon Prime. I was like, mm, <laughs> I was like, you can stream it. You, you can, and then you can order the DVD right after that. They'll deliver it. <laughs> I think you can rent it for three bucks on Amazon Prime too. So if you don't have Prime, mm-hmm. I think it's worth the four bucks or three bucks, whatever it costs. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, I was like, definitely. I think if I if I, if I remember right, Richard Langlers, he he was born in Houston. So shout out him. I was like, that's Texas own right there. <laughs> He's very, like, into, like, the Austin fam community and stuff like that. So, uh... Like, 99% of this movie filmed in Austin and, like, a little bit, uh... What is it, Seguin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yep, he, he was born in Austin. I mean, he was born in Houston. He went to Huntsville High School. Uh, his senior year was at Bel Air. He studied at Sam Houston State. He worked on an oil rig. You can't get more fucking Texas than that. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before, like, he made movies that like, he worked at an oil rig. And, like, he saved up enough money to buy Super 8 cameras and, you know, a projective income. And he moved to Austin, Texas, and he enrolled in Austin Community College. And you know, he founded the Austin uh, Film Society. So I was I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man, this, this dude is like Texas' own. Uh, I'm trying to see, like, does he live in, like, uh, Bastrops or something like that. The area's like cult. Oh, he lives in Austin. Okay. But yeah, man. I was like, I was like, this this guy, like, he's very Texan <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, he pretty is much all typical Texan. <laughs> eh, he's got some philosophy to him that I enjoy. Like that live in the moment. I think that's very. Uh, it's very simple, but a lot of people don't, and it can apply. To like anything, like like if you watch like several of his movies, like you'll get to thinking like like watch Days and Confused, watch uh you know the before trilogies, watch Everybody Wants Some, watch Boyhood, and like yeah, you you just really just get into it and stuff like that. So I, I, I I'm a big fan of his. And actually, let me uh get this out there. If you guys want to watch. Dazed and Confused on TV. It'll be on MTV on uh, 420. <laughs> you mean ridiculousness is not coming out on that day? I think they're going to go over that with uh, this movie, sir. Okay. Comes on at 5.30 p.m. I don't know if that's Eastern, but it just says 5.30 p.m. Shouldn't it come out at 420? Well, that's what I was thinking. And I, I think if they start it at a certain point, you might be able to take hits while they're all in the car. You can take his <sighs> legalize it, Texas. <laughs> exactly. Legalize it. They're over here worried about people. No, okay, I'm not going to get into that. You said enough just by saying legalize it, and I agree with you. And I think <laughs> Zulia agrees with you and stuff like that. We don't have to get all into it. You said enough just by bringing it up. <laughs> I think legalize we all agree it. on it, though. Legalize it, Texas. 
That, that simple as that. So, but I will say this is like a perfect movie to play on MTV. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you, uh, introduce it to the kids. You have Aerosmith playing. So I'm not even like a big rock guy, but like it made me. I was like, oh shit, sweet, sweet emotion. Who did that? Aerosmith, fucking dope. <laughs> Aerosmith tickets, front row. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, be there. <laughs> be there. Don't forget. <laughs> I, I know they wanted to get like uh Led Zeppelin songs, but they couldn't like get it like approved and stuff. The like, license like, and all that. Yeah, hey, but that, uh, I'm glad that you brought that up. That, that reminded this movie was a flop. In theaters. Yeah, it, it only was, made a yeah, it, 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 it was a flop. But I it's a I, cult. Yeah, it, like they it has made its money back like 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 DVDs and like probably like VHS. Like it, I think it was made for like six point something million. It made like eight. Like it, it, it did. It spent, he, he, most of the money, most of the money went on the music. Yeah, that's what I read too. That's what I heard. And uh, do do you know what uh, this movie like kind of reminds me of? And like I'm pretty sure like he kind of maybe got influenced by. It. And Frank is gonna fucking love this because he's a Star Wars fan. What? <laughs> American Graffiti. Oh, really? It was, That's, yes. That, that, uh, I'm like, you can see it because they're, they're driving around. They're having a good time. Uh, listening to all the music and stuff like that. The radio station. It has a, 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 a guy who comes up, who, who later on becomes a big star, Harrison Ford. Uh, really like too much on the differences and stuff like that. It's just like at the end, it does like that stereotypical cliche it tells you what they do later on in life (laughs) it's like this guy went on to own his own family store and stuff like that and I think this guy died I was like oh shit (laughs) like you know Daisy and Fizz it just ends with them just like enjoying the music driving off into the sunset to go get the Aerosmith tickets (laughs) was just like you know Aerosmith that big in the 70s yes they were I guess so because I thought it was more of an 80s thing for Aerosmith. Mm-mm. They started in the 70s. Them, you have Foghat, you had um, Zeppelin, but they could have, of course, they could have got Zeppelin. Um, <laughs> the Stones, there too. Um, yeah. They were big. They were starting out. That's why, he, that's why they're big starting out. That's why he was so, you know, it was easy for him to get the tickets. For the ah, first row tickets. Mm-hmm. First row. I mean, where, how are you gonna get two first? We can't even get Bad Bunny tickets now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I tried. It's like two things I just want to like say and stuff. That one, or his tickets really that expensive? Yeah, they're stupid expensive. About, a, about nosebleeds are about five hundred. I saw so much like if she can afford Bad Bunny tickets, she can afford to buy you a PlayStation Five. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> you, know, all the, you know, all the only fans and descriptions are going up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm just, I'm just being real. And then jack the prices on those other subscriptions. $4.99 turns to $49.99. I've already seen it. No, just kidding. <laughs> Uh oh, bad body coming back in the town. I see. 
I didn't, well, see that. I didn't think I haven't noticed those 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 subscriptions going up, man. See, bad bunny tickets are getting bought. Frank just like, man, she price gouging. It's messed up. It's just going up. But uh, uh, I like all like the little details with the movie. Like I forgot what scene it is, but in the background you see like for the movie it says Hitchcock family plot and I looked it up and that movie came out in 76 so you could definitely see that like I don't know if you guys remember movie theaters yeah 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 <laughs> I, I, like, I, don't, I don't know you know you know, those, you know before like you know we, we used to go to I, maybe you know we'll be able to go back to that but yeah like it, it definitely reminded me that movie theaters used to be a thing So you guys want some uh, Days and Confused trivia real quick? Yes, sir. The beer drunk by most of the cast was real beer. And Jason London refused to drink on set and was trying to stop smoking. Damn. Can you guys tell me how many times the word man was said in this movie? Man. I want to say <laughs> 80. <clears throat> Josh? I'm gonna use one of one of my friends' favorite thing, all of them. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> give me give me a number. Just ballpark it. hundred. Two hundred and three times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking um, mostly by Slater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Okay, so although Wooderson is the creepy graduate who still hangs out with the high student high school students, Matthew McConaughey was younger than several of the cast members playing teenagers, including Sasa Jensen, Joey Loren Adams, and Parker Posey. Yeah, I think she was like twenty five. I was doing the math. I'm, and to, <laughs> to be fair, I, I, I went to like a public school. I don't know if like in El Paso they have like HISD, but some people will know HISD. I went to there, so I did the math. My math could be off. But I think she was, <laughs> I think she was like 25. And uh, did you guys know Mila Jovovich and Sean Andrews went to Vegas and got married? Yeah, I mm-hmm. read that. Yeah. I think she was like 16. Yeah, she was 16. Yeah, that, that got to know that her mom was like, nope. Uh, what else is interesting? The original wooden paddles from this movie can still be seen at Top Notch Burger Restaurant. And they were all designed by the cast members. Can you imagine going to get a burger and be like, yeah, that's, that's the fucking pattern that they beat the shit out of Mitch with. Tell <laughs> <laughs> that ass up. <laughs> Can I get some bacon on that, please? Oh, Claire Danes auditioned for Sabrina, but was too classy, mm. according to Richard Linklater. Damn. Uh, and I read like a lot of people like tried because it, it was like a young, it might have been like, oh, how, how do they like phrase it? Like it wasn't that many movies, I guess, being made about like young people during this time. So a lot of them, like Vince Vaughn, when I didn't, I like, I, I don't know like what they went up. Like I read Claire Dane audition for, I read Vince Vaughn and like for other people. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I, I, uh, what I read and so like that, they didn't go into like detail. It's just like, yo, these are the people that didn't make it. 
And uh, that's all I got, man. Yeah, I was like, I, 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 I love that this one was like all over the place, just like the movie. Like we just like fucking had a couple beers, choked around, you know, just shoot the shit. It's a good laid back movie. Yeah, and I, I think the the younger kids that haven't seen it and don't know what the hell we're talking about, go watch it because I think you'll identify with it. Yeah. You'll apply it to your own lives in some mm-hmm. story. Because me and Josh said the same thing before. I'm like, we all did the same stupid shit. Mm-hmm. We just we didn't have cell phones, or they didn't have cell phones. We had cell phones. Mm-hmm. I, I love the uh, <laughs> the scene like when they're out for the summer. The kids are just like throwing their shit around. They're just like, fuck this, I everything stuff like that. And school's out for the summer, just playing in the background and stuff like that. And they're just throwing their shit and getting the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> You guys got anything you want to add to this? Francisco? Mm-hmm. Josh? Watch the sequel. Watch the spiritual sequel, he says. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants uh, some. Mm-hmm. It's a really good, it's a really good um, follow-up to the movie. Ex- excuse me. Everybody wants some exclamation point. <laughs> 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 got to include that in there. You might be just listening to the Ellen Van Halen song. They was like, this ain't no movie. All right, y'all. What's that? Uh, I guess we'll see everybody next week. I know.